0: Welcome to Living the Empowered Life podcast, where we discuss all things empowering, encouraging, and inspiring. My name is Yvonne Ellis. I'm an empowerment speaker, author, coach, trainer, and founder of Yumi Empowerment, a company that facilitates the empowerment of people. I help people to make positive life change, live in their purpose, and develop into their best version of self. I share stories interviews, spiritual encouragement and actionable tips to empower, encourage and inspire you to live the life you want. So if you want to live the empowered life, join me each week on my podcast so we can take the journey together. Hello, empowered lifers. Welcome to Living the Empowered Life podcast. Today is episode 32. Hope you are all doing well. Wow. So we've nearly made it to the end of the first month of 2022. Dry January is looking like it's going to be in the rear view very soon. (laughs) They don't call it dry January for nothing. I mean, yes, we know that dry January, the name originally was for those who... Spent too much time on the rise over Christmas and drank too much alcohol. And January is a month where they're supposed to not have any alcohol. But dry January is just dry in general. The weather's dry, finances are dry, motivation and trying to get going is dry. You know, but can't complain actually because you know God's blessed us with another day so we have to make the most of the good months and the bad months so as 2022 continues to journey ahead and the first month is nearly in the rear view we can now start to settle into the rhythm of the things that we are trying to do hope that you all have your little plans together even if it's one thing for this year that you want to do you know I'm going to be doing a talk soon called Pep Talk, which is coming up around the middle of February. I will be advertising it this week. And basically, Pep Talk is a talk to help you get motivated and feel encouraged about your plans for 2022. So do look out for that. So I hope that you did get to check out episode 31 of Living the Empowered Life podcast, The Courage to Act Upon Ideas. I interviewed a lovely lady called Tasha Rigo. She's founder, director of Chatty's Cards and also Silver Lion Horizons. She does a lot of social enterprise stuff with young people. And during that episode, she shared her journey of having the courage to step out to act upon her ideas. I absolutely loved talking with Tasha. There were some real key things that I took away from my interview with her, especially as I'm somebody who is an entrepreneur, somebody who has my own business. You know, I found her insights to be actually really encouraging and really powerful. And it doesn't matter if you don't have your own business, I really do believe that the things that Tasha shared, just about in general, about having courage to do things, will be inspiring to those of you who listen in. As I've mentioned, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. So please do go and check out this interview with Tasha. If you can as well to show support, please do leave a thumbs up or a review or you know select stars or something, you know, to show, you know, your support for this podcast. I really would appreciate it because when you do that, it helps people to listen in, you know, and give this podcast a go. So Please do support if you can. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about the top five regrets of the dying. Now, this is not going to be a morbid podcast episode. Really, this episode is about learning from things to do with other people's experiences because I do believe in order to live the empowered life it does involve courage but it also involves knowledge as well and also learning from experiences of other people. So you know I came across this article and I wanted to share this with you because I think that there is so much that we can learn from what this particular person has shared. And if you do remember if you you know have listened to this podcast for a considerable amount of time in episode 15 of Living the Empowered Life podcast, I did share how to move past regret because I do realize that regrets are something that many people have in life. And depending upon the nature of regret, it can stop someone from moving from their past or even seeing the promise of a hopeful future. I gave pointers in that episode on ways that people can move past particular challenges. So, again, I will leave a link to that particular episode in the show notes below. So as mentioned, I want to touch upon the subject of regret again from a different angle. I came across an interesting article from the Telegraph newspaper. It was dated from, I think, 2014. But nevertheless, the subject is not time restricted because it covers two things we as humans experience regrets and the end of life. Both are interwoven into this thing that we call life. In the article called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying, Bronnie Ware, an Australian nurse who spent several years working in palliative care, caring for patients in the last 12 weeks of their lives, recorded their dying epiphanies in a blog called Inspiration and Chai, which gathered so much attention that she put her observations into a book called the top five regrets of the dying. So I want to share this with you as a way of bringing insight into regrets by those who cannot do nothing about theirs. I'm not sharing this, as I mentioned, not to be morbid or to bring you down, but hopefully to encourage you and maybe get you thinking about the changes you would like to make. So I'm just going to share this article. There was no mention of sex or bungee jumps. A palliative nurse who has counselled the dying in their last days has revealed the most common regrets we have at the end of our lives and among the top, for many in particular, is I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Bronnie Ware writes of the phenomenal clarity of vision that people gain at the end of their lives and how we might learn from their wisdom. When questioned about any regrets they had or anything they would do differently, she says... Common themes surfaced again and again. Here are the top five regrets of the dying as witnessed by Ware. The first one is, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life others expected of me. She says this was the most common regret of all. When people realise that their life is almost over and look back clearly on it, it is easy to see how many dreams have gone unfulfilled. Most people had not honoured even a half of their dreams and had to die knowing that it was due to the choices they had made or not made. Health brings a freedom very few realise until they no longer have it. The second regret is I wish I hadn't worked so hard. This came from every male patient that I nursed. They missed their children's youth and their partner's companionship. Women also spoke of this regret. But as most were from an older generation, many of the female patients had not been breadwinners. All of the men I nursed deeply regretted spending so much of their lives on the treadmill of a work existence. The third regret that people had was, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Many people suppressed their feelings in order to keep peace with others. As a result, they settled for a mediocre experience and never became who they were truly capable of becoming. Many develop illnesses relating to bitterness and resentment they carried as a result. The fourth one she shares is, I wish I'd stayed in touch with friends. Often they would not truly realise the full benefits of old friends until their dying weeks, and it was not always possible to track them down. Many had become so caught up in their own lives that they had let golden friendships slip by over the years. There were many deep regrets about not giving friendships the time and effort they deserved. Everyone misses their friends when they are dying. The fifth one was, I wish I had let myself be happier. This is a surprisingly common one. Many did not realise until the end that happiness is a choice. They had stayed stuck in old patterns and habits. The so-called comfort of familiarity overflowed their emotions as well as their physical lives. Fear of change had them pretending to others and to their cells that they were content when deep within they longed to laugh properly and have silliness in their life again. So as I've just shared, that was the top five regrets of the dying, according to Bronnie Ware, an Australian palliative nurse who looked after people in their last 12 weeks of life. So this was a really interesting article. Did you notice that none of the regrets were about acquiring material things? From what I could understand, the regrets were about the human experience, living life, connecting with people, having courage, fulfilling dreams, and the realisation that living an empowered life is a choice. Because I believe there is always a choice. But the thing is, people equate choice with something that should be easy. The truth is, a lot of choices are difficult, hard, require a sacrifice or a change, but there is always a choice. And the choice is do something different or remain the same. Sometimes it's easier to go with not making a choice. Sometimes the comfort of familiarity is better than the unknown. This is something I talk about in my new book, Into the Unknown. If you haven't got my book, I really would recommend you reading it. If you're somebody who's feeling like, you know, you want to make a change, but don't know how or don't know what the journey looks like. I will leave a link to it in the show notes below. But doing nothing and not making a choice is a choice and it comes at a cost. And sadly, we see through this article, the cost is regret without the opportunity to change things. And whilst it has been quite sobering reading about the regrets of the dying, it has also been valuable to learn the things they wish they had done different. The good news for us who still have time, who still have health, is that we can use this information to make changes in our life while we can. So with all that said, I want to quickly focus on The first regret. Now, all the regrets were quite valued, all were as powerful as each other. But this one, I don't know, it kind of just stuck out to me a little bit. So, the regret was, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life others expected of me. So, as I've mentioned many times over the last year through my podcast, through my social media, Yumi Empowerment. If you're on Instagram, follow me over there, Y E M E underscore empowerment. I share empowering, encouraging and inspirational things over there through my resources and books that I've created. The key thing I share through all these different mediums and platforms is that courage is the key to freedom. Courage is why I'm here today. It is the reason why I live the empowered life. Courage is the thing that is going to help you fulfill your dreams. I want to quickly share with you an example of someone that found courage. Recently, I spoke with an ex-client of my company, Yumi Empowerment. Her company had hired me to do some consultancy and training with them back in 2019. Recently, I had a quick catch up phone call with her and she told me that she had left her job. Now, she is in her late 50s and she decided to leave a good job to work on her dream of writing a recipe book and also to get involved in farming. She decided after years of doing this job that she no longer wanted to do it. And it was during the pandemic that she had this clarity and reassessed her priorities in life. She was not happy with where she was at and she decided to do something about it. At the end of our thoroughly enjoyable conversation, I asked her, how does it feel to finally do the things she wanted to do in life? And she said, honestly, I feel free. I feel like I have developed wings. That really touched me to hear her say that. It was so beautiful to hear her say this. You know, she did share that there were some sacrifices she had to make to have this life that she has now. She's in her late 50s. This is a time where in society people expect you to be cracking on down in your stable, comfortable job on towards your pension and then retiring, but instead she took a risk and she stepped out. She said that her and her husband had not had a holiday in two years. That was part of this sacrifice now that they were temporarily on a little less income. But she said it didn't matter. Finally, she was living a life true to herself, being able to enjoy her life and her family. And she's happy. This is the meaning of living an empowered life. Making choices that enhance your experience of life, whether that is to follow your dreams, have new experiences, make most of every day with your loved ones, not allowing circumstances to define your life by finding solutions to help you live the life you want, giving yourself permission to believe you can have it. The beautiful thing is, like this lady, you too can also make changes. It's not too late. You have... I hope, health and time on your side. It may be too late to do anything about your past, but today you can make changes for your future. So I want to encourage you to initiate change. Even small steps can divert you from the path of regret. So here are three things you can do. Firstly, write down a list of the things you've always wanted to do. One of my mottos with living the empowered life that I always say I say this for myself as well as I say it for other people is to dream big and fly high. As impossible as it sounds, write it down. If you can, you can create a vision board. You can do this by using old magazine pictures, words and stuff. I do this exercise quite often with my empowerment coaching clients. They really do find this helps them to keep in focus the things that they want to do. It is a great visualisation tool just to serve as a reminder of the things that you want to do in your life. The second thing you can do is to develop the courage to do it. As I've mentioned on many other episodes, courage is built by the doing. That's how you build courage. That's how you build confidence. You can't build confidence without trying things and you need courage to be able to do that. I have many different resources to help you to develop courage. I have the courage course, which is a course that teaches you everything about courage, what it entails, how to develop it. Also helps you to develop an action plan towards the goals and dreams that you want to achieve. You know, I'll leave a link to that in the show notes below. Also, as I've mentioned, I'm a professional certified empowerment coach. So I work in collaborative partnership with my clients to help them overcome any particular challenges they may be facing in their life at this moment. Now, this is not counselling. Counselling is obviously dealing with particular issues Um, psychologically that can keep people stuck empowerment coaching is more about looking on particular challenges that people are facing now so if empowerment coaching sounds like something you'd be interested in i will leave a link to that as well in the show notes and i do have a free assessment that you can take to just ask yourself some of those questions to see if empowerment coaching is for you and my book into the unknown which is about my own journey Stepping into the unknown to have courage to do different things um, is out now. I released it in November. You know, this book has been a book to help people to see what the journey of courage looks like in action. How I navigated the difficulties, things I learned along my own journey of stepping into the unknown. So if you haven't bought my book, it's available on my store, on my website, Give empowerment. I will leave a link to that in the show notes. It's also available at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Waterstones and other book retailers. So you can get that book for yourself and see what a journey into the unknown looks like. And also, you know, you can check out my Web page as well to see what other resources I have. There may be something on there that can help you on your journey to finding courage. Also, as well, what you can do is find people that inspire you in the things you want to do. Study how they did it. What can you learn from them? Maybe you can adapt or adjust how they did it and develop a plan for you. So that's another way you can develop courage. And the last thing I want to share with you is do it. Whether you lead up to it step by step or you close your eyes, take a leap of faith and jump, the outcome of either is the same. It's action. Put away your fears, your doubts, your insecurities and just do it. I think Knight came up with that slogan, didn't they? (laughs) But yeah, you just need to just do it. Want to take up that hobby? Do it. Want to connect with friends you haven't seen for a long time? Do it. Want to fly across the world to travel or visit long lost family or to see the world? Just do it. I think you get my point. Don't delay. Get going and do it. So I want to share this Bible scripture with you. And it comes from the New King James version of the Bible. And it is from James chapter four fourteen, And it says, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapour that appears for a time, then vanishes away. So this scripture is talking about, you know, life being but a vapour. One minute you can be here, the next you can be gone life tomorrow is promised to no one. Everybody thinks they've got an extra day, but no one knows the day or the time, you know, that life will pass them by. So there's two things you need to get right. First of all, you need to make sure that you are right with God. Do you know God for yourself? Do you know his son, Jesus Christ? If not, you know, speak to God, ask him into your heart and life. Ask him about your life and where your life is going. As you take one step towards him, he'll take two towards you. Talk to him like you would talk to a friend. But do ponder that question, whether you are right with God or not, because it's one of the most important questions, if not the most important question you can have in your life. And God will show you the answer. And the second thing you need to get right is making sure that you are not on the course to regrets. You need to divert from the course of regrets. Up until now, maybe you've had regrets. Maybe you feel bad or sad about some of the things that have passed you by. You can do nothing about the past. But as I mentioned, like at the beginning of this podcast, you can do something about the future. So as always, I post a notification on Instagram to let you know that this episode has been uploaded on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Stitcher. For you to go and check out and listen to so the question this week is what are you going to achieve or change whilst you still have the time i would love to know from you please when i post this um, episode notification you can just let me know in the comments the answer to that question i also post this notification on twitter and on facebook so i would love to hear from you But that is it for this episode. I hope that you have found it insightful and I will see you on the next one. Take care.